Let's talk about sex. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life and other issues through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. Life. We're going to talk about life. Life and all parts of life. And um, yes, my name is Julie Adams and I'm your host today. I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How about you? I'm good. 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 Yeah, enjoying the summer weather that we're having outside. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like a good fall day, Pat. The uh, crisp fall air, the crunchy leaves, the pumpkin spice. Well, I'm going to tell you, Tom Crum and I see eye to eye on this. I don't like fall because it means winter is coming. Oh, but then the snow. Oh, my gosh. Come on, Pat. Variety. It's the spice of life. Speaking of spice of life, (laughs) we're going to talk about... um, Sexual integrity today. Yes. Yeah. We are in our First Corinthians message series. Mm -hmm. Our third message was yesterday. Yes. And um, Paul has written this letter to the Corinthians Mm -hmm. addressing the mess that they were currently in. And they were in, probably we broke it down into about five different messes. That's right. And uh, Pastor Trevor spoke about division. Yes. In his uh, wonderful construction illustration. Mm -hmm. That was a really great message. Really uh, convicting, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you talk, you got the fun one. Yes. We're gonna we're going to um, be able to talk about uh, well I I have a couple of them in this series I get to talk about food oh yeah yeah and then well we're gonna talk about sex today yep so so yes uh, the church at Corinth was dealing with uh, real live everyday problems mm-hmm. that uh, still afflict the church even today from time to time and so Paul gives us this wonderful. Uh, book breaking down these five different problems uh, being able to deal with them to look at them Mm -hmm. to own them and to be able to walk in integrity yeah and so we are in uh first corinthians dealing with this idea of sexual uh integrity Mm -hmm. you shared a chart with us with some different percentages yesterday yeah Yeah, that's kind of mind-blowing wouldn't it yeah Mm. do you want to remind us what yeah uh, so the, the, the Pew Research Center came out uh, just a week before last with a brand new, um, well, I guess a brand new survey and basically uh, talking about um, how do people feel about uh, sex, how do they feel about um, all these different avenues of sex. And it was fascinating that uh, among the religiously unaffiliated and then those who call themselves Christians. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really interesting that among Christians, uh, sex between unmarried adults in a, say, committed relationship, that uh, two-thirds of Christian adults felt like that that was okay. Hmm. Wow. That's a high percentage, I feel. It is. It is. Um, 32% felt like that it was reserved only for in marriage, mm-hmm. which would be the biblical view, and um, but two thirds of them. And it was interesting in in going a little further. Casual sexual hookups, if you will, between um, between adults, consenting adults. It didn't have to be a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. 
it was it was fascinating that it was still something like uh, two thirds. Wow. Felt like that that was okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's that's surprising. Now in that okay, it was rarely. It was um, uh, quite a bit or any time. But in that category of, of saying that it would be okay, mm-hmm. it was, again, two-thirds. And wow. it's not too far different from the religiously unaffiliated in what they said about, yeah. what they said about sex. So it was disconcerting from the point of view as a pastor that here we have our kids growing up yeah. in this kind of atmosphere of getting away from what... But scripture says sex was designed mm-hmm. for, you know, and uh, which we'll talk about in a second. But uh, that was fascinating to me. And the church at Corinth was having the same mm-hmm. problem. They, they were, um, I mean, it comes right out of the chute, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 5. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of a kind that is not tolerated even among pagans mm. for a man has his father's wife. And then he goes on to say, you're being arrogant. Um, you really should be mourning about this, not not taking it uh, mm-hmm. you know, so casual. And then down in verse 6, your boasting about this is terrible. Don't you realize that this sin is like a little yeast mm. that spreads through the whole batch of dough? So Paul defines the problem by directly addressing it with the church. So... This is strange to me that yeah. normally when I know if I do something wrong, if I sin, I don't generally boast about it. Yes. And it that to me stands out a little bit funny that they would boast about doing something mm. immoral or sinning. Well, it gets even worse because um, in the church, in this area of sexual integrity, it, it was truly being trounced on. Um, here was this immoral situation that people kind of looked the other way and, you know, hey, you know, whatever floats your boat, mm. you know. Was it like speeding? Like, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I know what <laughs> you're saying. Well, you know, five over, well, you exactly. know, not really a big deal. Not whatever. a big deal. Right. And and so they were taking it. Uh, they weren't looking at it through the lens of the gospel. Yeah. They, they weren't seeing it the same way God saw it. And, and then to make matters worse, uh, throughout the city of Corinth, which is probably had a population of close to 100,000, uh, they had these Roman temples, and part of the religious exercise was basically the temples were brothels. They had temple prostitutes, male and female, that um, that would meet with people, and they would they would have these sexual hookups, and it was part of their um, religious experience it was it was part of their religious experience and so you you find yourself um well you just find yourself shaking your head at that because they said hey we're under grace and god forgives and and hey we're only human and and paul says hey no 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 you're you're looking at that entirely from um you're not looking at it from God's point of view. So it was like, oh, I can go murder someone. God will forgive me. Oh, well. well. If you extrapolate that thinking out, right? Yeah. And so this idea of sexual integrity, incest should have never been tolerated. It should no. have been dealt with by the church leaders. This idea of some of your people 
going to the temples and and uh, having sex with the temple prostitutes and then coming back to church like everything's a-okay um there was no sorrow for this sin they were just justifying it what was the difference between the temple and the church like the temple was a separate from the church or that was where you went for like your church service the temple these roman gods were being worshiped in those Mm. temples so it wasn't a church it wasn't a god god yeah. yeah, it it was it was these false idols. It was the Roman, you know, Zeus and mm-hmm. you know all those guys, and so uh, they were being uh, religiously worshipped in these sexual debauchery type of things that are going on. And so Paul says, "Your boasting is that's terrible. You're not looking at this you through the the lens that God does. Mm-hmm. You, you look at it through the gospel." then we're going to have to work on renewing this faulty thinking because the gospel is all about sexual integrity, mm-hmm. you know? And so the sexual activity outside of marriage, it's not wrong because, say today, it's not wrong because the board voted that it's wrong. It's, it's not wrong because I say so, mm-hmm. you know? On the same token, it's not okay just because it's 2,000 years later and it's an old book and... And it's all ir- irrelevant. No, no, no. Uh, Paul makes the, I think, important point here that the gospel was given to bring forgiveness, to make us brand new mm-hmm. inside and out. Yep. You know, uh, part of that shalom that of being whole physically, spiritually, mentally, and um, that we're his body on the earth. We're, we're representing his body um as the body of Christ. Yeah. And so we, we can't be living that way and and representing Jesus at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what he was saying. Yeah. You know. So, you know, here it's easy for us to understand, oh, I've given my life to Jesus. I, I'm gonna go to heaven when I die. My my soul will be with the Lord. Well, that's true. I'm that's very true. We we are human beings that we have living souls yeah since god breathed into us the breath of life back Mm -hmm. in with adam and eve so yes the the real part of us is is the inside of us you know this is just the body's just a house it's just skin suit it's yeah yeah, it's a skin suit it's um and and one that wears out eventually right so if you look at it from the god saves us from the inside Mm. out yep you know, and so trying to see that how God's made us and what God wants for us is so different than what man wants for themselves. Yeah. You know, man wants to do it their way. We, if you think about it, the world that our people that we live in every day, we go outside the front door, we're in that world every day. And basically, these are people who, um, like the rest of us, we're, we're just broken. Uh, um, our free will is, uh, is driven by this desire to follow our heart instead of God's heart, mm-hmm. you know? And it, it kind of typifies, it shows itself in feelings of not having enough or not being enough, yep. not measuring up to what people, the self-centered pursuing of making ourselves happy, which is... Well, it's a rope of sand, yeah. you know, it's not real. And so we, we just have to realize we're missing out on this heavenly 
the Heavenly Father's uh, relationship with him. That's what the gospel is all about, that our soul is being saved, but our body is also mm-hmm. being saved. We're in the process of being saved. And so, you know, Paul talks about this, um, well, several places. He says, if any person be in Christ, they're a new creation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great verse, Second. Uh, Corinthians 5 mm-hmm. and and what that it literally means to create something which has not existed before oh. so this brokenness that we've had is healed by by God coming to live inside of us yeah. you know his forgiveness and his grace that washes over us so uh, our soul kind of finds well it finds new creation and our bodies then become these dwelling places mm-hmm. for the Holy Spirit of God mm. So and we should treat them as so such. So we should treat them yeah. as such, that God's living inside of me. Yep. So if, if, I'm, if I'm doing things that the Heavenly Father really has sent His Son to save me from, then why, why do I want to keep doing that after? Yeah. You know? And that's what, that's what He's trying to get the church at Corinth and what we're trying for us as believers in 2021 to be able to see that, you know, somebody said, well, God wants me to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. But of course he does. Of course he does. <laughs> but God also is far more concerned about our holiness mm-hmm. than our happiness. Uh, they're not mutually exclusive. No. You know, it's when we want what God wants, then um, that brings new life into, into, into our lives, you know? Yeah. So Paul says, Run. Yeah. That's the word he used, run from sexual sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no sin that clearly affects the body as this one does, he says. And that's yeah. true, right? Yeah. Um, and our kids hear this for decades now. My body, my choice. Yep. My body, my choice. And that's, that's not exactly what the follower of Christ should be saying. Mm-hmm. Because our body doesn't belong to us. Yeah. You know? Uh, it, it was interesting. Um, I, you have two daughters. Yep. And um, I, I do. I worry. I worry for our grandkids. I oh, worry yeah. for your kids. That decades of this philosophy, my body, my mm-hmm. choice, my body, my choice. This demand for autonomy. I, I demand to make my own decisions for my own body. Mm-hmm. And and yet, the Lord says, "Well, let me give you another way to look at it." And he says in 1 Corinthians 6, you can't say that our bodies were made for sexual immorality. They were made for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the Lord cares about our bodies. And God will raise us from the dead by his power, just as he raised um, our Lord from the dead. And then he kind of drops the bomb and, and says to us that, hey, you are not your own. Mm-hmm. You've been bought with a price, he says in verse 19 and 20. You're not your own. It's not my body, my choice. It is God's body and what his choices, his desires yeah. are for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And that flies in the face of what conventional wisdom says in the world. And so this is what they were up against in Paul's day, just as we are in this day. Now, I will say this. We get the idea. I guess we're coming off sounding like God doesn't, doesn't like sex. And that's not true. No. 
I think it's it's very clear if you read chapter seven that sex is something that is absolutely it's right and fun and holy. It's a gift. It's, it's a, a gift. It's a marriage present to it us. Is. It right? is a marriage present. Yeah. And and that this is something that God has designed mm-hmm. in marriage. And you know, were you ever a kid and you peeked it? Mm-hmm. Like at uh, um, a Christmas gift or something? Sure. Probably doesn't feel the same to then open that gift mm. knowing what's in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the mystery, the The mystery is gone, the surprise. Yeah, the, that's true. Some of the enjoyment of that gift is, Good is gone if right. you, you know. Yeah. That's kind of how I, I heard it described that way anyway. One no, time. I, I, I don't think that's a bad way to say it. But in marriage, part of sexual integrity is being able to um, make ourselves available to our spouses. Mm -hmm. He says in chapter 7, the husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs and the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. The wife gives authority over her body to her husband and the husband gives authority over his body to his wife. And and so this is a mutual thing. It's Mm -hmm. a mutual gift to each other that a husband and wife, um, God wants a husband and wife to enjoy a healthy sex life. Yeah. He created it. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly procreation. That's how we got here. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then it's recreation, but it's also protection. What do you mean by that? Well, he, he says, um, Paul says in chapter seven that he said, you know, if, if you can be like me, meaning single, if you can be like me, then do so. It gives you more time to f- serve the Lord and follow mm-hmm. him. But if you can't, that's okay. You know, it's better to uh, be in relationship with your husband or wife and enjoy the sexual relationship than it is uh, to try and do that um, on your own, mm. you know, it doesn't mean that all single people are cursed and they've missed out on life. That that is not what that is saying at all. There is much more to life than a sexual relationship. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. But what he is saying is that the idea of a sexual relationship is reserved for a husband and wife in marriage who give themselves to each other, uh, mutually satisfying the other person. That is. Mm-hmm. That is what he's designed this wonderful thing uh, called sex, that that's the way he's designed it. Yeah. And that part of integrity, that if you are a husband, if you are a wife and you're healthy, then you, you should be looking out for each other mm-hmm. and enjoying each other because it protects us from seeking it maybe outside of marriage. I see what you mean. See what mm-hmm. he says? Yeah. It's a protection of being, uh, by being able to be with your husband or wife. And, um, and again, I, I don't want anybody who's single to say, well, wow, they get to go to the party, but I don't, <laughs> you know? Yeah. What I would say to that is that um, this is something that God has designed. It's not wrong to want to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's done in a way that Number one is going to be best for you mm-hmm. and for your spouse, and it's number two is the way God's designed it. Yeah, and that there's nothing wrong with wanting to be married. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with wanting to have kids. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and 
Um, so it is interesting that sexual integrity not only is how we conduct ourselves, but it's also the responsibilities that we have uh, and privilege, I would say, that we have as husbands and wives with mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. So um, Paul really dealing with some uh, some pretty big stuff here, right? <laughs> so. so why don't we talk about this more? I feel like we've you know, hmm. address all kinds of other sins. And, you know, this one seems to be kind of taboo. Hmm. I think uh, a lot of it has to do with um, the way culture has taken sex and just, just smeared it, it everywhere. Smeared it everywhere. Yep. It's, in, it's in every kind of commercial you can think oh, of. Let me tell you, trying to find a movie mm. to watch for an 11 and a 9-year-old yep. girl that's not a cartoon, yeah. but that also... <laughs> it's and true. And that's the thing I watch for, you know, I don't want my kids to hear bad language, but for them to see yes. an unhealthy sexual relationship bothers me more yeah. than swearing where I can say, oh, we don't talk like that. Right. Those aren't words we use commonly, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know what I? Do you know yeah, what I no, mean? I, I don't know, know exactly. why one seems worse than the other. But. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that we as Christians, um, I'm afraid that some of it is people have grown up where their mom and dad didn't have a healthy sex life. Yeah. And where it was looked as taboo, it was looked as dirty. Yeah. It was even called dirty. Yeah. Oh, it's what you do when you get married. And um, that's what you got to do to have kids. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, that kind of thinking is more prevalent than we want to yeah. give it credit. So I think people grow up with an unhealthy view of what sex is all about. Yeah. And and if mom and dad aren't willing to, well, when I say model it, I mean in in, in the way, <laughs> I mean it in the way of that of being. Um, public displays of affection with yep. each other and holding hands and sitting together close on the couch and still kissing each other. I, I think we can help our kids to see that uh, affection is wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. that it's uh, comforting, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that where people have grown up, where mom has said, oh, this is dirty. Yeah. Or dad has said, oh, uh, son son you know go out and sow your oats before you have to be married oh and stuck with the same yeah you know so i think even as christians uh, i'm sorry to say i think we carry some of those same attitudes yeah and we're not celebrating what god celebrates yeah Mm, that's a good thought yeah and and so i think it's good for us to stop here for a moment and just ask folks to think about what is what is it what is god saying to you in this broadcast and has there been a past that you've been casual about Mm -hmm. and maybe not seeing it from God's point of view that maybe you want to just say God I want to see this I want to agree with you that I shouldn't have done that yeah you know you don't have to walk in shame you can walk in forgiveness but I think we should agree with God and I and then the second thing is I just think Married couples, man, model this so, be healthy with this with your kids. It's so important. Mm -hmm. Sexual integrity. Thanks, Pat. If you uh, have any questions or want to talk to Pat about this anymore or anything like that, you can reach him at pat 
at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any further podcast suggestions or feedback, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. Thank you for tuning in today and have a great week. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Have a great week. You are loved. Blessings.